150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Fifth Seal, episode 41. I'm your host, The Evangelical Norm. The Fifth Seal is a podcast to bring awareness to the persecuted church around the world. Started about nine years ago as Persecuted Church Awareness Month. I would count down from 30 to number one throughout the month of November, the top 30 countries on the U Open Doors USA's World Watch List, uh, the worst countries for Christians to live in based on the persecution that they endure for their faith in Jesus Christ. Recently, over the last couple of years, I've expanded that to counting down from 50 to number one from January to October. We count down 50 to 31. We do twice a month uh, updates on the persecuted church and then throughout the month of November again doing uh, one every update every day uh, from counting down from 30 to number one. It is a countdown which is why the episode numbers go backwards and this week we are at episode 41 uh, world watch list number 41 so with that being said it is thursday may 14th and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world this from persecution.org earlier this week a nigerian gang member who kidnapped a seminary student in january admitted that the group killed the captive because he would not stop proclaiming the gospel to his captors michael unadi was a seminary student at the good shepherd seminary in kaduna state he was aspiring to be a priest and was studying to fulfill that goal. According to Mustafa Muhammad, the supposed mastermind of the kidnapping, Nadi spent his entire time in captivity trying to convince the captors to turn from evil and to Christ. Though Nadi was only one of the of four students who was kidnapped from the school, he was also the only one killed. The other three students were released over the next few weeks. The kidnapping took place on January 8th, and Nadi's body was then found on the side of the road along with the locals doc a local doctor's wife on February 1st. Mustafa, who is in who is currently in police custody, said that they decided to kill Nadi because he would not stop preaching to them from the moment he was kidnapped, even though they are Muslim. This is a, a story that I can only hope to aspire to, to be kidnapped uh, from your school and during that time of captivity to continue to call your captors to repentance um, rather than exuding hatred for these these men who have taken you and held you captive he is preaching uh, showing the love of Christ by calling them to repent calling them to salvation to become brothers uh, instead of captors and so and for that he he was he was murdered he was martyred for his faith because he would not stop preaching the gospel uh, to the men who who took him captive um, again this is a not a, a story you get to hear very often but this is an amazing testimony to those who 
put their faith in Christ and it's, it's not a your best life now uh, gospel that they hear. They know that they have been saved from the penalty of sin because Jesus Christ paid that penalty for them on the cross. And this man, knowing what Christ did for him, would not stop calling those men to experience the same salvation that he had by repenting of their sin, the sin of taking him and his fellow students captive and put their faith and their trust in Jesus Christ. Again, the gospel needs words. Um, this is, this, you, you're not, you can't preach the gospel to your captives by living your best life now. This is not the, 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 the sermons that come out of most of America's megachurches. These are, are men and women who know what the value of the gospel that they have been given, the, the price that Christ paid for them, they're willing to pay for Christ to call others to repentance and faith in him. So let's keep praying for our brothers and sisters in Nigeria. Um, pray for the family of, of Michael and Nadi, um, who gave his life to, to call his captors to repentance. Uh, this also... Uh, May 14th is uh, Leah Sherabu's uh, 17th birthday. For those of you who aren't really sure, don't know who Leah is. We've talked about her quite a bit on this podcast over the last year or so. Um, remember back in uh, 2018 when there were 110 girls kidnapped from a, a school in Nigeria. And Michelle Obama made the, made the story a little more well known by her her viral picture of her holding a piece of paper with the hashtag bring back our girls well leah sherabu was one of those girls um five of the girls were were killed in the the initial attack and kidnapping so 105 girls were were taken captive 104 of those were released in the in the following years except for leah sherabu and leah uh, has continued to be held in captivity because she refuses to renounce her faith in Christ. She refuses to convert to Islam um, and renounce the gospel of Christ that, that has saved her. Uh, even over the last years, uh, I, I don't know that there has been any actual verification of the rumors over the last months um, that she has given birth to a baby boy um, that she's been forced to marry one of her her captors um, the rumor also is that she has has been forced to convert to Islam in the in the marriage and and birth of her son we don't know how much of that is true um, there again there there's been no verifications it's just been rumors uh from people who have been either in captivity in that area and released or just leaked information somehow so but with that we want to continue to pray for leah and today there will be a a prayer vigil um it'll be online it is uh at 4 p.m eastern time uh it will be um you can get the login information from PrayForLeah.org, and um, you can join in with that in the prayer vigil for Leah today on her 17th birthday. Um, 
so there's a, a couple of, of preachers. Her mom will be speaking, and so on. So I encourage you if you if you can. Um, again, 4 p.m. Eastern time, so that'd be 2 p.m. Uh, here in in Utah. Uh, if you can be part of that, I encourage you to to join in um, and and lift your voice in prayer along with the others to pray for Leah for her release, um, for her health, for her safety, and if if the rumors are true for the life of her child um and that brings us to our world watch list country for today um number 41 colombia uh a few facts about colombia its region is latin america persecution type is organized crime and corruption persecution level is very high Population of Colombia is 49,850,000, of which about 47 million are Christians. So Christianity is the main religion in Colombia. The government is a presidential republic, and the leader is President Ivan Duque Marquez. Uh, church leaders are harassed in, in Colombia, extorted, and even murdered by guerrillas or other criminal groups. This violence is often directed uh, is often the direct result of Christians working for the defense of human rights or supporting a peace agreement that would restrict the legal activities of militant groups. The violence may also stem from Christians who work for environmental rights, working with youth, or who denounce corruption and violence. In indigenous communities, there is a significant opposition towards Christian missionaries and indigenous converts who, as a result, face imprisonment physical abuse, and the confiscation of property, among other forms of punishment. In addition, because of rising secularism, there is an increasing intolerance to Christian references and religious opinions in the public sphere, especially about issues concerning life, family, marriage, and religious liberty, because they are considered discriminatory and, quote, hate speech, unquote. Colombia rose six spots in the 2020 World Watch list from 2019. This is primarily due to increased pressure from criminal and ethnic groups and the increase in the number of Christian killed, Christians killed and church buildings attacked. Church leaders are being threatened, harassed, extorted, and even murdered as a result of the violence perpetrated by guerrillas or other criminal groups who are often protected due to corruption of the local authorities. Sometimes the violence is directed toward the church leader's family and entire communities to discourage anyone wanting to convert to Christianity. Christians are also ridiculed when they attempt to participate in public debate, especially concerning gender, marriage, and abortion. Political parties and and ordinary citizens reject faith-based opinions and try to enforce agendas that contradict Christian values. Indigenous people who convert to Christianity and missionaries risk imprisonment, torture, and the confiscation of property. Some examples. In August 2019, the Constitutional Court ruled that the scope of protection for the respect of Christians, Christian public personalities is not guaranteed in the same way as for those exercising the right to freedom of expression to criticize them. According to the ruling, freedom of expression must be protected even if the expression, expressions err diminish the reputation of Christians. Just because they are publicly known, this ruling has affected one Christian YouTuber and a pastor. According to Open Door sources, in March 2019, an indigenous community in northern Colombia arrested a young woman because of her Christian beliefs. The leaders aimed to force her to marry an indigenous man in order to prevent the spread of the Christian faith inside the indigenous community. 
a priest of the Diocese of Santa Rosa de Osos of the rural town of Kuturu, was threatened with death in December 2018 for refusing to pay protection money to one of the armed groups in the area. The priest had to be transferred for security reasons. So some prayer points for Colombia. Pray for Christian communities in the area with a high guerrilla presence, such as Catumbo, Aruca, Calca, and Guavare. I butchered those names. As there have been more incidents in religious persecution in the past 10 years, pray that the church will remain strong in the midst of violent scenarios, that the preaching of the word will not cease, and that the violent will be led to repentance. According to Open Doors Columbia Research Department, one more than half the believers in rural areas of conflict zones are threatened with death, extortion, bans on evangelism, and constant surveillance. May God strengthen all those who follow the gospel, even in the most hostile circumstances. And pray for discernment and wisdom for the leaders of tribal Christian churches who face persecution, torture, and imprisonment, torture, imprisonment and violence every day. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for uh, this time we get to come together to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world who are enduring persecution because of their faith and their trust in you and their proclamation of your gospel, Lord. And so, Lord, we, we pray for the family of Michael and Nadi in uh, Nigeria. Father, we pray that you would bring comfort to this family, that, that he died proclaiming the gospel. Um, which was something that he, he was looking forward to doing uh, long term. Father, we pray that you would strengthen their faith in you through this time, that they also would be willing to stand and proclaim the truth uh, to those around them who need to hear the gospel of Christ, who need to repent of their sin and put their faith and their trust in you. Lord, we, we pray for, for Leah and her family as well. Today on her birthday, Lord, we pray that, that you would be with her. Father, we pray that you would move in, in the government of Nigeria to secure her release from captivity, that you would, you would uh, raise up leaders in that govern, government who would stand up to the, these fundamentalist mili, uh, uh, Muslim groups who, who exercise uh, violent crimes against Christians, uh, murder, kidnapping, rape, uh, torture, without fear of reprisal, Lord. We pray that you would raise up leaders in that country who would uh, enforce laws and bring justice to these people, Lord, and that, that you would bring Leah out of captivity. And, and if the rumors are true, Lord, bring her, her son also out to safety to re be returned to her family. Um, Lord, we, we pray that that the the captors would uh, would put their faith and their trust in you. That also that they would repent and that they would turn uh, to you, Lord, and put their trust in in your saving work. And that 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 would be uh, a way in which Leah will be set free is through the conversion of her captors, Lord. And we pray for our brothers and sisters in Colombia. Father, we pray for these areas where the persecution has been increasing, that uh, uh, evangelism and um, church services have been uh, oppressed. We pray that the church will remain strong in the midst of all of these violent scenarios, um, that your word would be preached, that the Christians would be strong and, and proclaim the gospel um, and that you would use that to draw 
uh, people to yourself, to that you would draw people to a, a saving relationship with you, that they would repent and put their trust in you, Lord. Um, we pray for, for the leaders of the churches in these smaller communities where they do face persecution, violence, imprisonment every single day, Lord. We pray that you would strengthen their faith, that you would uh, fix their eyes firmly on you and on your gospel, and that they would continue to walk firm in the midst of, of all manner of persecution, that they would continue to walk uh, firmly in, in your word and in, in their faith in you, Lord, and that you would be glorified in that. Ultimately, God, that in all these situations, that you would be glorified um, and that you would use that to, to draw people to yourself and draw people to salvation. And it's for your glory and in your name that we pray, Jesus. Amen. Again, thanks everybody for, for being uh, part of this, for joining us uh, as we lift up our brothers and sisters around the world um, who are persecuted for their faith in Christ. Again, I want to encourage you, if you know anybody who would like to join us to be part of this as well, invite them to come to the Fifth Seal page on Facebook, um, or they can go to the Evangelical Norm YouTube channel, uh, subscribe, hit the notification button to get all the, the content that is released from there, or you can find the Fifth Seal podcast in audio form on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, pretty much anywhere where you uh, listen to your podcast, you can find the audio version of this and invite them to, to join in and being part of that. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They are necessary. And until next time, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm-hmm.